Hi, hi, hi. It's Jan. Welcome back to All That Matters. And if you're here for the first time, welcome. So, so happy to have you all here for our weekly gathering of what I like to call a shot of positivity. It's our roughly 10 to 15 minutes each week, but I really, really appreciate so many of you spreading the word. If you just contact your friends or just send them a link and let them share in the weekly podcast. You know, if you subscribe, you'll get it right to your iPhone or your smartphone uh, or to your uh, email, and uh, you'll have it there every uh, every week. So every Monday uh, comes a new uh, episode of the weekly podcast, and uh, we're so, so thrilled that you'll spread the word, let others know. And I guess that's how we ended up in the top 10% of world podcasts and i'm awfully excited about that and love spreading this this time with you and and spending this time and spreading the word about uh ways in which we reframe the world in which we're living in right now and we've been in the process of doing that now for oh gosh for a year and uh it's got me thinking this week about the fact that we're slowly re-emerging and slowly beginning again and it makes me think uh think of beginnings and exits uh in our in our life uh there are entrances we make and there are exits that we make and i'm hoping we're exiting this uh rough time we've been through and slowly merging into what they're going to call the new normal i guess but or are calling it that but it's going to be whatever it is a new beginning Um, and perhaps we're in the middle of it right now, but it also makes me think of, of exits. You know, um, the Talmud says that all beginnings are hard. And I suppose those of us who remember the tenuous tremble of tying our shoes for the first time, know it's veracity, you know, learning to ride a bike or making new friends or changing schools or our workplace, starting over after divorce, giving birth. Beginnings are most definitely a challenge, but how about endings? You know, we, we're going through a kind of ending right now and bringing that over the next weeks and months to a close and, and, and looking for yet a new uh, beginning. In terms of endings, we hear regular apocalyptic warnings about the fate of the faithless and the cholesterol craze among us, but no one gives you a a really clear picture about exactly what to expect at the grand adios. And, you know, a scenario's been playing in my head for some time now. Perhaps it stems from the loss of my dad years ago, or then it might have again, have something to do with my be, becoming uh, a daddy and a granddad in middle life. Um, it's a convergence that tickles my friends and enriches my therapist. But from wherever the imagined interplay springs, I have been nursing a vision of the rite of passage conducted at the moment we transition from our lives. Now, this vision has absolutely nothing to do with heaven and hell, concepts best left to those who see fear as a 
necessary seed to faith, I suppose. Rather, I, I see this transition in the guise of an accounting, an exit interview, if you will. So bear with me. Picture this. At the moment of death, we are transported to a gentle, breeze-laced grove of birch trees. All right. It's my favorite setting nestled right there among Vermont's green mountains. Now feel free to jump in with your own appropriate idyllic scene of your choice. A beach in Hawaii, the ski slopes at Aspen, atop a float in Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Remember parades? They're coming back. Now, safe within our favorite setting, we are presented with a series of questions meant to hone in on the experience of the life we've just left. Thing of it is, the universe itself conducts the post-life interview, and unlike marketing corporations that seek information to better the merchandise or message, the universe doesn't give a hoot about improving the product. No. In my vision here, life may have its share of defects, the universe reasons, but life is far and away the best commodity ever mass-produced. Now, what the universe wants to know in this survey, our exit interview, more precisely what it wants to focus on at this cosmic moment of truth, is this. Of all the gifts sent our way, how many did we actually get? Of all the many offerings sent to us during our lifetime, how many did we receive? Now, we might think an aptitude for business or a high IQ would impress the interviewer, but we quickly find out it all means garnished, bupkis, zero. Like all those promises we made to give up chocolate, no, All that really matters at this moment and in this place, in my vision of the exit interview, is not the IQ, but the AQ, our awareness quotient. In my imagination, the questions go something like this. Do you remember the time you were sitting with your little girl at a performance of the Nutcracker Suite, and she looked up at you with a smile that could melt the polar ice cap? Now, you were mentally counting up the day's wins and losses on the market, but did you manage to catch even a glimpse of that incredible smile? Or the trip to Maine with the whole family. Remember the rainbow along the coast? Now, that was a masterpiece, if I do say so. You were occupied with having gained a few pounds and you felt ugly and unappreciated. I put that rainbow up there just for you. Did you ever look up to see those colors? Or how about that day in the post office when everything had gone wrong? Remember that? You'd had a run-in with the boss. You were late getting your son to school. Your mom called to let you know that you hadn't. You'd waited in a long line to mail a small package, and when you got to the postal clerk, you realized you'd left your money and credit card back in the office, and you'd have no time to come back and get the package reweighed, and it was a gift for your best childhood friend, and, 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 
as you stood there yelling in frustration, a little girl heard you. She offered you her money. She was so proud. She said someone had helped her once, and she was just helping back. I think about this exit interview, uh, like Dick and Scrooge, recognize these are ghosts of things that may be, but not necessarily will be. Not if we make different choices. Look, each of us is an instrument in the orchestra of life, aren't we? Like the woodwinds and the strings and timpani, we are in need of periodic tuning. That tuning fork that trains us into wonder appears in the form of gifts of life sprinkled all around us every day. Oh, they're gifts of nature, of the spirit, of the heart. The experiences I like to share in this podcast are some of the gifts that have become my personal tuning fork. And I'm hoping that in some ways they'll become yours if they haven't already done so. They've helped, you see, make me a better instrument, more fully aware of my own possibilities. And I forget them like we all do. And this weekly podcast or however you choose to raise your awareness quotient, your AQ, that's your way of tuning that instrument within you. You see, the ways I talk about, they've, they've helped me to see how good life can be. They've helped me to live it in that spirit so far. And there's more ahead of us. Just like there's more ahead of us getting back into life after a pandemic year, we wouldn't wish our worst enemy. Many of us in this challenging journey of our existence, not only in the past year, but through many years, we've searched for signs for meaning, seeking to uh, awaken to life's possibilities. Perhaps this pandemic has made us think even more so how out of tune we might be. And now we have the opportunity, if we haven't already started, to tune that instrument and make different choices. We inquire after the miracles that can enrich our living, like the voice I heard shimmering across the waters in Scotland one time, urging me to listen, to open, to step into and receive. Consciously or subconsciously, we're searching for these gifts through which the universe is communicating the affirmation of our humanity. Indeed, our very being. And we are sent these gifts, really, all around us. Not in solitary measure, but in bushels. The artist's palette of autumn leaves. A child's hug or kiss a whisper of comfort from someone we've never met, the opportunity to finish unfinished business, Mozart, Springsteen, rainbows, the clasp of a friend's hand and a lover's heart, the magic of snowfall, grandchildren, friends, 
piece of art. Sunsets. We search for miracles. We receive life. If we listen with the ears of our hearts and open our souls, if we step into each day with purpose and awareness, then we will truly receive the gifts that awaken us to the certain knowledge that life can be this good. Yep, that's the good stuff. Until next week, when we gather around the fire, seeking to reignite our passions and the canvas of possibilities that lay ahead of us, as we each pick up our artbrush and paint anew the visions of our hearts, let us remember the miracles all around us. Beginnings may be hard, but oh, where would we be without them? What wonderful riches they bring to us, and we get to begin again this week and the weeks and months and years ahead. So I wish you each and every one of you blessings. I'll see you next week. This is Jan Goldstein, and here we found all that matters. <laughs>